You're listening to MESS, a motivational and educational series for success, where Rhonda and Jules find articles online pertaining to dental assisting or the industry. This way, you get to learn while you listen. Okay, guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back. All the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated, literally it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and and giving you this master tool that's truly gonna help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. You guys, our girl Tia did it again. Dentistry IQ's latest article, Myth Busters for Dental Assistance, Handling Lazy Coworkers. It's okay to feel anger toward your coworkers who don't do their share. You end up picking up the slack and that's no fair. But you can't contain that anger for long. Now, here's what you can do to take care of that lazy coworker problem. When you have a lazy coworker, the best thing to do is to also be lazy so that you don't have to do all the work, right? Wrong. When you have a lazy coworker, the best thing to do is the hardest thing to do, and that is to step up your game and work harder. I know that may sound silly and many of you are probably rolling your eyes, but hear me out. First of all, we are part of a team. Therefore, we're supposed to cover for one another and pitch in where needed. If you're not doing that, then shame on you. I know it's beyond frustrating to have a coworker who's lazy and hides when things get crazy. Doesn't pitch in when sterilization is falling over and leaves early and arrives late, But that speaks volumes about that person's work ethic, not yours. I know it's easy to become so frustrated that you just want to give up. If they can get away with it, then why can't I? Or I'm not getting paid to do two jobs, so I'm just going to stay in my lane. But that's a negative attitude, and nobody has time for that. Our offices need us, and we want them to succeed. So we have to jump in and make things happen. Now, how to take care of this issue. The bad attitude of your coworker does need to be addressed. You have to communicate or you'll bust inside. The person will make for some long days and make you not want to come into work. When you put your feet on the floor in the morning, you should love what you're about to do for the day and love the place you're about to go to. Now, you should not dread what takes place each day. First, you can try talking to the person. I think that's always the best approach. However, do it immediately because if you let it build up, not only will the person think that they can get away with it, but you'll build up that animosity and when it comes out, it may not be pretty. Don't come at a person harshly. Take a deep breath and approach them with an attitude of, oh, hey, 
Did you know? Question mark. Be sure you listen to the person. It's not all about you, and maybe there's a reason for their behavior that you have no clue about. So give them the benefit of the doubt. If talking to the person fails more than once, you'll need to bring up the issue to your doctor or office manager. Make a list before you talk to the doctor or office manager. Don't go in blindly saying this and that. Back up what you have to say with facts. The person was late this day or left the team holding the bag that day. Don't say me, me, me. Speak in terms of how it's affecting the practice and use examples of when a patient had to wait because of the coworker or you didn't have the instruments you needed when you needed them. Don't say I have to work harder because that won't get you anywhere. If you don't do something about the situation, one of several things can happen. You'll remain frustrated and hate your job, You'll want to leave the practice rather than tell someone your frustrations or you'll slack off and get in trouble for doing poor work. It's just not worth it. People sometimes make the mistake of putting up with things because they hate confrontation or they think that it will get better on its own. All that does is make people miserable. Finally, when all else fails, it might be time to look for another place to work. This is the option I truly don't like because you've spent time emotionally invested in where you work. You love the coworkers, except that one. You love the hours, how close it is to home, and more. But if you aren't happy, does any of that really matter? If your answer is no, then get to work on that resume. But if the answer is yes, then find a way to make it work. When you not only do your job, but go above and beyond, you're establishing your own work ethic. You're creating your own reputation as a hard worker and proving to everyone, including yourself, that you can do anything. That will make you look good when it's time for a raise. But that's not all. Having a good work ethic sets you apart as a leader and provides you with satisfaction. Having a more positive day leads to having a better day. You have the power to change your circumstances. What are you going to do about it? Thanks for tuning in to Monday Mess. All links to the articles read will be found in the show notes.